You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 35. Hey, we are Dr. Shane and Liz Watt. We are doing this podcast because we are trying to bring knowledge and education to create a new way of thinking about our health. Knowledge is the key to a happy, healthy life, and our goal is to help you live your best life. So join us and let's learn together. Welcome Carrie Cox to the podcast today. She is the owner of Utah Foundational Nutrition and we are blessed to have you. I know it's all about nutrition. So can you tell us, Carrie, a little bit about you and what you do? Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm happy to discuss all of this. So a little bit what I do, I started in nutrition. I've gone to actually school and got my bachelor's degree in nutrition science. That's been 2017 is when I graduated. During the time that I was going to school, I was actually working at a health food store as a wellness counselor. So I was interacting with people who were doing supplements and I was able to get a lot of training actually during that time from other brands and supplements. So like Garden of Life, which is fairly familiar to a lot of people, Sun Warrior, different things like that. So I was able to understand a lot of the backing of how they create their supplements and sourcing and things like that and what they felt helped make their products better. Um, Going through school, I did that. I still worked at Good Earth Natural Foods is actually where I was a wellness counselor at, but I did that for three years. Then I moved into a clinic where I was working one-on-one with patients, basically what I'm doing here. I, about a year, a little over a year ago, I quit the clinic and I started my own, my home clinic, basically here. Mm-hmm. I do in my office, I have a Zyto scan. I have worked with the bio Meridian as well, which does similar, but it's a little bit different. I run Zyto scans. I work with people on their nutrition, trying to help them understand how to feed their body. Oftentimes I am doing supplement regimens for them as well, because Oftentimes we're needing that little bit of a boost of really high dose nutrient itself to get things flowing and moving, helping support digestion. Digestion is probably one of the biggest factors I work with, but I've worked with a range of different things with different patients. Um, So basically I'm working with supplement plans for people. I mostly work with orthomolecular and standard process. I prefer standard process. And that's a great product. We've used that many times, the standard process. Yeah. I, the basis behind it and Dr. Royal Lee, I love how he's done things. I actually, when working as a wellness counselor, we had availability to it, but didn't ever understand it. And that's what I find. Most people just don't fully understand how to apply it. That's why standard process pushes people to work with a nutritionist or someone who understands it so they can apply appropriate protocols for it. And so I, they're one I've kind of fallen in love with. I really have a hard time with some of the others, but I can compare the different supplements to it and the actions that it's trying to help to assist in the body there. So, so what, what got you into doing this? You said you so, went to, school to, in, to go into nutrition and things of that nature. What was kind of the thing that led you in that path? So about, uh, I say it's close to 10 years ago, I decided to go on the journey of bodybuilding. 
So I just started started to prep for a competition. And when going through all right, you gotta show me your guns. You gotta (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any available right now. (laughs) I the funny thing is is I really don't show people a ton, but I do have some of like my one of my trophies back here. Oh nice. The other ones are big swords, so they don't tend (laughs) to hang on the wall too well. People don't want to come into that, but it was a lot of fun. It opened my eyes. And during this journey, I was working with a coach and most people are working through a coach as they go through that journey. And he was really pushing me to do different things. And when I was younger, I had an eating disorder. So therefore the eating disorder made eating in abundance and eating really healthy hard because I was someone who had as a younger kid choked on food. And because I was nervous about eating and choking, I quit eating a lot of things and my parents would just give me junk food just to get me to eat. Uh, well, you get addicted to that kind of stuff. And so going to into the building body bodybuilding factor, I was very, had to switch and go into this health factor and eating the proteins and the good foods and such there. And in bodybuilding, they aren't all necessarily about the health. So I started listening to, uh, a gentleman had his master's degree in nutrition and he was a power lifter and a bodybuilder. And I listened to him talk about how so many of the coaches out there do not understand nutrition and create metabolic damage in the people that they're helping. So I decided to start this journey and go to school to get a baseline of understanding of the nutrition because I was going to be a bodybuilding coach is what the ultimate goal was when I began. <laughs> that, so that was kind of what you in, thought. You, that's where you thought your journey was going to take you to. Yeah. And I really, really thought that, and I love working out. So I really have a passion. I still do a lot of working out. I keep telling myself I have one more competition in me, but there's a <laughs> lot, you know, doing your own business and there's so much educational. Well, and people don't do, realize so. I, um, I, I coached a kid in, in little league who, who just won, he won, uh, some competition, um, for bodybuilding, but it's not bodybuilding. It's like the fitness one or whatever it is. Yeah. They have different. It, yeah, it's, it's grueling. I mean, those they cut and when they do all that stuff, people don't realize how taxing it is so that they get that physique. Right. And most people look at those people and say, that's health. Well, during my health, well, the journey I had on the bodybuilding aspect, I ended up in the end, I competed twice. I prepped for a third competition, but didn't because of life circumstances, didn't end up doing that competition. Um, But in the end, I ended up with being diagnosed with an enlarged heart and a leaky valve. But because I was so fit when I went in and I did met with the cardiologist and did all the stress tests and everything. They said, you know, you eat healthy, you do so well for yourself, you look good, just keep doing what you're doing and you'll be fine. They didn't put me on a medication, they didn't do anything because I was way thin and I had a good muscle tone. So, but months later, I was having episodes where my heart would do something funny and I'd be taken to my knees. And I wasn't sure if I should go to the emergency room or if I should just wait it out or what I should do because most people looked at me and were like, you're healthy. And so oftentimes people look at these bodybuilders and they see health. That really isn't health. That's 
that's someone who's pushed their body to the limits, really. Yeah, and most of them struggle. Yeah. And most of them are struggling with hormone factors. Well, and in true bodybuilding, heart. steroids are rampant. But if you're in the in the clean system, because there's there's right. the non-steroid bodybuilders and the steroid bodybuilders. Do you feel like right. you were having these heart problems because of putting your body under so much stress? Or do you think you were just kind of born with that? Well, the eating disorder when I was younger probably had something to play with it, but it never really pushed it, played itself out because I never had pushed myself. I do believe that you can easily push yourself into that situation with the stress from working out if you are not supporting this yourself properly, because depending on how you're eating, if you're getting and rejuvenating your B vitamins and your small intestine, large intestine are doing well, you're good. But oftentimes you're pushing yourself so hard with caffeine, pre-workouts and you bodybuilding, bodybuilding to me can be an introduction to an eating disorder on a lot of aspects. So, um, because people will eat really, really clean and then binge and then right. eat, eat really clean and binge. And that's not <laughs> healthy. The competition's over. They got, I got a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm done. I'm going to, yeah. Well, yeah. even during the prep, you know, yeah. you'll have like a cheat day mm-hmm. and they'll eat total junk from sunup to sundown. And I mean, just consume a ton of calories in the strain that that puts back on the body and you're already pushing your muscles to max and everything else. So there's, I try to help people correct a lot of those Mm -hmm. ideals that we think about. And I guess that's what helps me a lot too, is I've had a lot of life circumstances. So not only did I do the bodybuilding factor, but I had a dad at the time when I was going through school who was having diverticulitis, he ended up going to the point where he had his colon removed and I was trying to help him nutritionally. Right. It was kind of a too late. Um, he, but he's had some major issues. My mom had stage four cancer, um, trying to help her go through the medical side of things. And I've been able to help her in her situation. She's done the radiation. Well, I think she just did chemo, actually not radiation, but she did the chemotherapy. And during that, I was there giving her supplements and trying to nutritionally support her. I tried to get her to change lifestyle. Well, the chemo that's meant to kill her didn't kill her kind of thing. <laughs> right. And she actually, so she had had a series of it, went from doing well, basically in remission. And then I think it was like a year or so again, it came back with a vengeance. She had to go and have surgery, get things removed again. They gave her, put her on a chemo pill. And most people on this chemo pill only live for a year. She's going on five year five now. Oh, okay. And the doctors are saying the cancer's not there. And we, they, I've, her doctors have actually asked her multiple times, what are you doing? You need to spread the word about what you're doing. Oh. And- but the problem is, is why isn't the doctors asking and trying to figure out that's what ticks me off. Right. It's like, right. like oh, that's cool. You're doing that. Okay. And then they go on next patient well, never ever try to learn any of this stuff except it's not pharmaceutical chemo based practice they have no clue and they don't want to know which is so frustrating especially in the cancer world let me ask you a question kind of a different different avenue when you went through um, school as a nutritionist did you find um, lots of contraindications to what not contraindications but 
didn't really jive with what with what's really nutrition because that's what I find. I think people that come out, I have a nutritional background. They know squat. They they think of the pyramid as nutrition, right? Stuff like that. They really don't understand it because I think they're indoctrinated into basically the pharmacology medical model of nutrition. Right. Well, so I, when finishing school, I decided that I might want to become a dietitian so that I could have that background factor and. I went and actually worked in one of the hospitals with a dietitian in the, the kitchen. And they were um, giving jello to all the patients. Yes. So <laughs> the dietitian actually told me her favorite part of being a dietitian was doing tube feedings. And I thought, isn't that like past the point of what you've gone to school and done? I mean, that to me is, yes, that's great that you can do it and people need that. So that's awesome. But there's so much preventative prior to someone needs to get to that point. Right. And she had more passion about that end game than the prior to the six months that I worked in the hospital with her, I decided not to go to school for, to be a dietitian due to the fact that there was so many contradictory things. And I had people in the kitchen that would be like, Hey, they would ask her. So what can I do to support my body with this or that? And she's like, I don't know. You're going to have to talk to Carrie about that because I don't, I don't know those things. She knew how to implement what the doctors were doing and cut out. The doctors know absolutely nothing about nutrition. Let's just be honest. I mean, there's nothing worse when these guys come out of like, you know, cancer surgery for, for, you know, getting their gut removed and they're given a hamburger, you know, kind of thing at the hospital. It's like, doesn't yeah, it, it's baffling it's really baffling but i was just wondering if you if you found it you know it's nice to have the education because it shows that you put in the time and effort but probably most right. of the stuff that you're dealing with and you're doing in now basis is probably stuff you've learned on your own or, yes, through, or through, sure. seminars, have- through seminars and different things that are on the natural side of things right right and i've had people who've come in who've like gone through nursing and been very interested in getting into this field Mm -hmm. and they'll come in because my first appointment I have with somebody is an hour and a half and it can go much longer than that depending on the questions because I'm trying to educate. So I loved when I was looking at your guys stuff where it says, give knowledge, empower others and elevate lives. I thought exactly that's the part that's missing people. There are people who just want to walk in and have somebody hand them something, but I really try to sit and educate, but a lot of my, tell me what I need to do and I'll do it kind of thing. Right. And I have those and that's fine. But most of the time they're curious at some point where I can get some information and educate them because in my whole time during my degree, the one thing that was apparent over and over again, people do not even have the foundation of how to be healthy. That's why it's foundational nutrition is because I want to give you your foundation. And when you build that foundation factor, there's so much more you can go from there, but people are just missing that foundation. But I have patients who will come in and say, okay, you're teaching me all this stuff. And it's not just out there for everybody's access. Where are you learning all this? And I've, I've read a ton of stuff by Dr. Royal Lee, Mm -hmm. Dr. Christopher's, I have naturopaths that I'm reading things through Carrie bone. I will read a lot of his stuff. I'm doing a ton of research on my own. I'm listening and recording and reading books from the 1900s, you know, people who are writing back then, because I really feel that's where nutrition just 
Well, there the wasn't window. the medicines then. And so people had to really get back to the basics of what are these herbs and, you know, right. these things that are, you know, these different teas and these different things that they used to use slabs that were, you know, getting back to that basics of nutrition of, you know, spit on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's sad because there is so such simple concepts that we can introduce that will do massive amounts for people. And when I tell people, you know, have this fermented foods, fermented foods, I feel like is a huge one that is just not used, but it's like, just close. eat these fermented foods eat two different kinds every day. You don't even have to have like a whole plate full. Mm -hmm. Just start with a spoonful, something. And how massive that can change yep. their life from day to day and bowels and bacteria in the small intestine and overall functioning of their body. And it's just, and so when you hand them something that simple, that's often I find a struggle too with is people are going to their doctor's Cause I usually get a lot of people that are just like, I'm at the end of my string here. I've gone through all these doctors. I've gone through this whole situation and I'm just, nothing's working and I am tired and sick and just worn out. And, what, and I think, I think that also that just those small little tweaks, like you talked about can bring such benefit to their lives. Oh yes, and, for sure. can, and so a lot of times people think that it's going to be an overwhelming journey that they have right. to do, but a lot of times it's not, it's just those small little things of changing that brings so much results. And then when you start seeing those results, then you start, okay, I can do more. I can do more. And right. So Cause you're getting like the clarity and you're feeling more energized and you're doing all these different factors, but most of these people are coming in and they're like, Hey, I have seen an expert in their field as a doctor and they have not been able to give me any relief. Why do you think me introducing fermented foods and maybe some garlic factors and things that I need dependent on what's going on? Why do you think that can happen? I even had a 15 year old girl come in and say, there's no hope. I've been through all the doctors. I have these problems and they have told me there's no hope. So I don't even know why I'm here. Did you and explain because the my problem? Because they bet yeah. she went to those doctors. Because <laughs> well, I did sit and explain. I'm like, you have to understand the doctors are coming in and giving you medication that's forcing your body to do an action, but it's not getting to the foundation of what there's the no, the, yeah, that's not fixing anything. There's no medication that fixes anything. And that's right. And just, to, they just continue to go down that path. Right. And my doc, my husband, I was talking to him the other day and he was talking to giving me some ways of giving it to people of understanding. It's like, basically they're going in the check engine light comes on and they just go to learn how to deactivate that check engine light, but nobody does anything about the engine. Right. Yeah. And Put a band-aid on it, cover it up. Right. So you don't know, you can't, can't see it. Right. Right. For sure. And then it just comes out in a different mechanism. Something else starts happening and they don't understand. That's the next thing is I can tell them how the connection between all these different symptoms are coming from this one organ factor that's going on or some nourishment that's there. So, and you probably saw that we're really big in the fermented things. In fact, on the, on the website that you were probably looking at, it has learning with Liz stuff. And one of them is how to make your own fermented vegetables. Simple yeah. and easy. You know, yeah. it's not that difficult, 
But if you do it and just stay with it, you know, it's just one other way to get proper good gut bacteria because we that's the key to the game. But, but so, let's go on to. So the uh, Zytoscan, yeah, let's ask that's different than your not, not people, not that many people know what a Zytoscan is. Can you kind of tell us because it looks like that's a big part of your practice. Is that right? Yes, that's usually I have my patients come in. I have them do paperwork. So anytime they're coming in, they're filling out paperwork, you know, it's bias based on what they understand, what normal is, right? So you have some bias factors there. So the Zytoscan is going to give me an unbiased response from their body. I, I compare it to the factor of like, you go into the gym and you stand on the body mass machine and it tells you your muscle, your fat, your bone and all of that. And it gives you percentages. This is similar, it's using, it's putting in um, uh, frequencies into the body and testing the body's response against these frequencies. It's going in and finding your neutral range using neutral things like water, air, things like that, and balance finding your range. And your range can vary from time to time, which gives me information, but not necessarily something that they understand fully, but I kind of explained that. And I do go through explaining the scan for someone who comes in first time, but it's basically a hand cradle. So it's just this little guy right here. Okay. And some people find it again, this is that simple factor that makes some people feel leery. Like, could it really be telling me this? But we all trust the body mass machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll believe me. I've been called voodoo-y and all sorts of things. Anyway, it's a, it's a compliment, right? <laughs> yeah, my husband tells me you should feel good because that means you're getting somewhere when people take the time to give you those kind of names. So, but it you'll put your hand on the cradle. I did the Zytoscan versus the Bioscan because the Bioscan yourself, you have to touch each individual meridian area on the hands and the feet. The Zyto works for people who are older that have pain issues. They don't want to be poked everywhere. I've had that problem with older people that so they can just come and put their hand down on the cradle. I've done kids anywhere from two all the way up to the older group of people. And it works nicely for the younger because they can just put their hand on there. It's not a big deal. So they leave it on there for a few minutes? It takes, yeah, it, depending on the type of scan I'm doing. So I have a basic scan, which goes through 198 for women and 197 for men. And, and it goes through those... Does that thing hooked? Is that thing hooked into your computer? So then you get a printout right. or a readout? Okay. Yeah, it pulls up on a program for me and gives a large report that has a ton of information. And I review that report with them and kind of show them what I'm seeing. It can be an overwhelming amount of information. So I try to read if they're interested or if they just want to understand the basics or if I can just point out and say, okay, so here's what's going on here. It's looking at their organs and giving me stress response from their organs. It's also looking at emotions and it can also give me factors of like environmental factors. So, and I can do a deeper scan on people to find out um, specific stressors or specific balancers. And it gives me feedback. It tests them against all the supplements I have to tell me what their body prefers. Uh, their body will respond. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. So it so it's not actually it's not a treatment mechanism. It's only a diagnostic mechanism. Is that correct? Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a level two class two level medical device. 
That but what I'm saying, it's it, not, there's no treatment with it. The treatment comes right, from yeah. different products, well, different things that you do, but it's not necessarily trying to treat any of those energy through energetic wave or anything. Right. Like well, that. you can diagnostic. Right. There is a aspect that you can output onto a, like a stone, or you can put into a tincture that will put actual frequencies into that, right, that okay. you can use to help send with them to support their body. So you, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, so, um, what are, how is it that you're different than others? So most people, and I would say overall in the nutrition field and medical field, most people are just seeing what's agonizing someone and getting rid of that symptom. I am truly, I try to help. Yes. People want to be relieved of the symptom. I get that. And I can help right. with that, but I'm, ultimately looking at building their foundation. And I feel like at this time when we have all the things going on, that is such a huge aspect to what people need to support. Um, and so I'm looking at where the imbalance is coming in. Normally I would say I dive in, it's going to be the gut and how we're digesting. People just aren't getting their nutrients in based on their modern diet, but I'm looking at where, where it's starting. Where's the pinpoint of where everything's starting to go wrong? And I'm looking at the foundation and I'm working on building, not just getting rid of your symptoms. So you're stuck on something for the rest of your life. Is there some people that may need certain factors? Sure. If you're not willing to change your actual diet and you're not willing to change lifestyle factors, you may need to be on something for, so I'm not, I'm, I am that person that's not just trying to get rid of the check engine light. I'm looking at the action of what's going on in the engine and how I get it lubricated and flowing properly and where it comes in. Cause some people, it can be even back to the emotional state that's impacting the rest of the factors and trauma and things. Mm -hmm. So I'm not an expert in that, but I can refer them to other people. And then, but I'm looking at how I can support them to be able to cope with those factors or it is the digestion itself. Oftentimes digestion and how people are getting in their nutrients are a major factor of what's going on in the body itself. So, so you need to actually talk with Liz because she actually, <laughs> she is excellent in that aspect. <laughs> she, very good. She's very well with helping with people with emotions and things of that nature. So what are then some of these top things that people, um, if they're experiencing, should reach out to you then? What are some, I know you talked about gut issues, but what are some other top yeah. things? So the top factor would ultimately be gut digestion factors, but I, I deal with a lot of people with, they're on the hormone train of imbalance, trying to help them. Some people have already been put on hormones themselves. Some are trying to avoid that. So supporting the nutrients and stuff needed to help the endocrine system itself, the hormones themselves. Balance do you do testing for that, or do you have them go get their own they usually have had testing done and will bring it into me. I can input their blood work and look at that in comparison to where we uh, need to support with that. But I'm not actually doing the actual labs for that. No, I do have like a lipid profile test that I do on people because your lipid profile on your cells is a huge indicator of health or not. And looking at that and how well you're emulsifying your fats breaking them down and getting them in to support that cell is very key. And I have a test for that. Um, 
I do then also work with people who oftentimes are in a disease factor that are working with a doctor, but want to go and actually do something for their health and rebuild it. So really anymore, I initially, you know, when I got into this, I'm like, I'll just help anybody. Everybody needs this. I just want to help everybody. Right. But I really have tried to, but not everyone wants help. Right. Unfortunately. Exactly. That's the point. And so I've really tried to look for those people who are seeking out to that elite health factor that really want to dig in and get a balance of any deficiencies that they can rebuild or any nutritional aspects that they can rebuild their body. Because really, somebody, ha- you have to be committed to this. You don't have to do everything all at once. You can start baby steps and keep moving, yeah. but it is just a progress. Okay. It's, and if you want massive results, you have to input massive action, right? So I'm just, I work with people who are very serious and realize that the medical aspects and these different things are just breaking things down. They're not getting, and they want to be able to live a happy life with energy and just living. (laughs) Well, Carrie, there's, um, thank you for being on with us today. And I know that um, you can help so many people. And you said that there's a promotion that you're giving to those, those listeners on, on the podcast. You want to say what that is? Yeah. So and for, also how people get a hold of you. Okay. So for my first time patients, I do a 30% off of the appointment because there's various scans. So the range, the range of pricing on them are differently, but 30% off of your appointment and any supplements on that first visit, I apply to their very first appointment. So. They can do that. And uh, I have my website is utahfoundationalnutrition.com. I have blogs on there. I have my YouTube attached to there. My Instagram is also the Utah Foundational Nutrition. Um, On Facebook, I have Roxy Gym Rat Nutritionist. It's one that I've had prior <laughs> to starting everything. So I just let it be. <laughs> yeah, you might want to go back to your additional nutrition, just start over. <laughs> right. What was the I'm name like, of that one again? Roxy Gym Rat Nutritionist. Okay. I always, I went by Roxy. I don't even Roxy. know how that got there, but I, mean, I can assume because the bodybuilding, but where'd you get the Roxy? Right, for sure. <laughs> Roxy is just something that brand itself, I was into the hibiscus flower they have. I just, oh. <laughs> I was a big like of mine and that was my Instagram handle for a long time, That's the Roxy funny. Gym Rat. So I just put nutritionist on the end of it. I had a lot of people on there. I didn't want to have to, and I've tried to change the handle, but I can't. For whatever with Facebook, it's just not letting me get there with that one. So that's why that one's the only one. So do you want to give a phone number or would you rather just have them get to you by email? I can do you can do an email at the Utah Foundational Nutrition at gmail.com or phone number you can do is 801-675-2983. And we'll try to put those on the on the um, notes as well. But thank you so much. Appreciate your time and effort. And once again, she's going to be part of our conference. Um, she'll have a booth there as well. Um, be and healthy, that's Utah. the Be Healthy Utah Natural Health and Wellness Conference coming up in April 
22nd and 23rd. And that's how we originally met. So thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Hopefully we weren't too rough on you and that you were able to feel comfortable because that's what we want. We just want people, we just want to be able to let people know there's options out there. And that's for the whole sure. goal of what our conference is. That's the whole goal of what we're trying to establish is letting people know, hey, there's people that have answers and they want to help you so that you can help yourself. Because that's ultimately what we want people to be able to do is do things for themselves. But sometimes they need guidance and direction. And that's where someone like you can come in. So yes, Mary, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was an honor and I look forward to the, the Be Healthy conference. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. The more knowledge you have, the more you will be empowered to make the changes in your life. And because of this, your life will be elevated. Your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. However, if your current healthcare provider is not meeting your healthcare goals, it is time to take control of your health. If you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, please like, leave a review, and don't forget to share it with your family and friends. Together, let's take back our health.